By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only. Welcome to the Cannabis 101 Podcast, part of the Cannabis Life Experience. Your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Join us on this journey and adventure with the wonderful plant. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Hello there and welcome to episode 93, hour number two of the Cannabis 101 podcast. My name is Dean Millard and it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy on this program. So I'm glad you've tuned in. Uh, We've got a really fun show lined up for you and we'll kick things off by finding out what's your groove. in your pipe and smoke it. Can you dig it? I'm gonna grab you by the boo-boo, don't it? Pipe in a cape, long in a blitz. This is great. This is the bee's knees. Can you dig it? So when I'm asking what's your groove, what I'm asking is while you're listening to this podcast, if you're grooving with anything cannabis, I would love to hear from you. Uh, You can uh, get me on Twitter at the Cannabis 101. You get us on Facebook or Instagram, the Cannabis 101 podcast, and you can email me Cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com. Oh, there, mine went out. I uh, rolled up a little, uh, I think it's like a bit of a, probably about a half gram uh, three quarters of a gram, maybe um, joint of uh, Rio Bravo. Um, I've 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 been watching uh, this western with Willie Nelson in in parts over the last couple of days. So whenever I do that, I'd love to have some Rio Bravo. Uh, big big western fan. So that's my groove. Uh, it's going to give me a little bit of energy as we go as well. And that uh, is uh, from Edison. Grabbed. Uh, seven grammar of that recently from plant life so here is what's coming down the hash pipe on this episode uh by the way if you're listening on g radio thank you very much gradio.ca here in the edmonton area Uh, thank you very much and hello to uh, all the listeners on uh, g radio this is what's coming down the hash pipe on this show we're going to speak with quinn shiskin who is uh, with the Valens Company. Um, He is the Director of Products and Innovation. There's a lot going on. And we're going to actually kind of unpack some of the terms that you hear, kind of like what we do on Weed Word of the Day, but uh, when it comes to concentrates and extraction, I'm going to tell you about what some of these terms you may be hearing actually mean. Also, Chris Ionson, our educator on Know Your Buds, a regional manager with Plant Life Cannabis. Nine Pound Hammer, Sunset from Palm Gardens is what's uh, on the docket for that today. Our cannabis question is about who should get uh, their own biopic, what pairs well with cannabis, something about listening. 
And we'll tell you about the uh, Weed Weekly. I apologize for not getting it out last week, but how you can get in on the mix um, for a prize pack every week. But right now, let's get things going with the cannabis question. It's prize time. <laughs> Chime in on the cannabis question. Okay. And you could win a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack. Pipe and a grape, bong and a blint. Hit us up on any of our social media feeds or email us at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. Okay, here we go. question this week what real life cannabis personality uh, should get their own biopic what cannabis personality should get their own movie about them there's a lot of really great ones out there um i'm going with rick simpson i think this guy helped so many people people including my wife um, you know, deal with different ailments. My wife has had cancer twice and beaten it twice. Awesome for her. And we used some Rick Simpson oil uh, the second time on, on uh, one of the areas. So I'd love to see, you know, just the struggles and, you know, the legal issues and the amount of people that he helped. I'd love to see that one. If you chime in on anything that we ask you here on the Cannabis 101 podcast, you're in the mix for a prize pack. And we've got some cool prize packs to give away this month of may you can uh, reply to me on twitter at the cannabis 101 on instagram and facebook you can find us cannabis 101 podcast and you can email me cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com you can stay anonymous just let me know and you can still win a prize pack and um, all month of may we have this very cool uh, prize pack from pax there you go. You see their logo right there. Uh, they were kind enough. Uh, Jenna from PAX was kind enough to send up some engraved Cannabis 101 podcast uh, PAX Eras. Uh, I also picked up a PAX Era Pro. Uh, I absolutely love it. It's a great product, and you can get your hands on that. There's some other cool things in there. I don't want to give it away for uh, when it shows up on your doorstep, but just chime in on anything that you, you know, just respond, ask a question, any kind of correspondence, you're in the mix. It's a big hat because we get a lot of people reaching out, uh, but we want to reward everybody that listens to the show in the different segments. So any kind of communication, you go into the hat, you can win a Cannabis 101 podcast, engraved uh, PAX era, and some other cool things from PAX. And we'll throw in some fun stuff that we have around here as well. Maybe a hat from the OZ, uh, the great uh, website run by David Wiley. So check it out. Uh, email us, tweet, uh, Instagram, whatever it is you want to do to get in touch with us and uh, get in the mix. Who is somebody that you think in the cannabis industry, real life, that needs their own biopic? What you need to do is make sure you download the relevant app and join us on the Cannabis 101 Podcast Vibe. It's easy. Download the app. Relevant is R-E-L-E-V-N-T. Head to Weedipedia. Check out the Cannabis 101 podcast party. We've got cool message boards that we drop pictures and poll questions. We're having live audio chats uh, with current and past guests of this show. 
you, the listener, the viewer, can be involved. You can ask questions. You can participate. We can actually have some dialogue, which we really can't on this show. And, you know, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, we are taking a break at the end of May from the Cannabis 101 podcast. Uh, we hope to uh, restart in the fall uh, at some point. But until then, we're going to be basically moving things uh, to relevant. We're going to be having a whole lot of live chat conversations. So, you know, the different segments that you've come to love on this show, will be happening on relevant so first of all download the app that's the first step r-e-l-e-v-n-t go to weedipedia join the cannabis 101 podcast vibe and enjoy the fun we're going to try to do uh at, you know i'm going to try to go every day on there uh, you know some will be longer than others but it's going to be so much fun uh, that i would love for you to join us on relevant and we can actually have a little bit of back and forth so download the app Go to Weedipedia, join the Cannabis 101 podcast vibe. All right, now let's get to what pairs well with cannabis. What do you pair with cannabis? That is anything that you think goes well with cannabis. And for me, audiobooks. I love audiobooks. I used to read a lot of books as a, as a kid. Um, I listen to so many more books now. And when I love to smoke, I love smoking a joint while I'm listening to a book. And then my imagination really kind of goes and and takes off with what I'm hearing. And it's like uh, one of them calls it a movie in your mind. It's uh, but anyway, that's kind of what it's like. So I love pairing cannabis with audiobooks and letting my imagination go wild. I would love to hear from you on what you pair well with cannabis uh, please hit me up on twitter or you can get us uh, on uh, the instagram facebook or you can email me cannabis 101 podcast at gmail.com you can also get in touch with us through the website cannabis 101 podcast.ca you can check out our partners there the oz the green generation co uh, chris ionson from uh, plant life has been awesome uh, so check it out cannabis 101 podcast.ca click the green circle up on the right and you subscribe to the weed weekly comes right into your inbox all right let's get to our first guest after we hear the weed song uh, from the artist sorry about your dog then we will have quinn shiskin from the valens company in conversation we're back right after this <laughs> Some 
Very pleased to welcome to the program Quinn Shiskin, the Director of Products and Innovations with the Valence Company. Quinn, thanks so much for joining me on the program today. And I like to always start uh, with one question for all of my guests uh, joining us, no matter what kind of industry uh, they're in now. But what did you do before you got into the cannabis space? Because most of us did something before legalization. Absolutely, Dean. So much appreciated for having me out today. Uh, love everything you do with the show and the industry. So I had a little bit different background coming into cannabis as it, I do have that unique background. So I came from heavy industrial oil and gas. My background is a Red Seal tradesman. I'm a, a welding contractor by trade. So I got to see all the beautiful places of Canada, Fort McMurray, Grand Prairie, Northern Saskatchewan and Northern BC. So I chased oil refining. So we specialized in heavy industrial pipelines, but also taking crude uh, bitumen or crude oil and refining it into a, a fuel source that's uh, a more pure and more refined. So uh, it's kind of weird that I came into that way, but uh, I had a lot of relatable knowledge and skills to come into the cannabis space. And that's how I really got started at Balans is using my mechanical aptitude of heavy industrial oil and gas, how to make machines, how to weld, how to mill right. And it's a lot of similarity systems, high pressure gases and solvents, uh, flammable solvents, and a lot of the same safety risks as well. So having a deep passion for cannabis early on with bringing cannabis from a garage chemistry industry into commercial cannabis production was really uh, one of my vision there early on. Um, but yeah, I came from a different space, that mechanical background, had an understanding for equipment. Uh, and then I started out uh, by my brother asking me actually to make a solventless hash machine for him. Uh, high pressure system so we can make rosin at home for a few of the outdoor buds and that's where it really started and got really hungry for knowledge and education. I got to work with some of the best uh, extract artists out of Vegas and California and other places and really got to hone in my IP and craft and that's where I really got started at Balances, got introduced to Tyler uh, early on in the company and brought a lot of that mechanical knowledge and extraction and just that true passion for the plant. Oh, that's awesome. You know, it's it's amazing. The you know, I I think the the cannabis industry is obviously made up from people from different uh, industries. Before I see a lot of uh, kind of alcohol sales coming into cannabis. I see a lot of former oil and gas as well. Um, just unfortunately, because that industry has taken a hit, and this industry is now growing. But as you're mentioning, there's a you know, there's a lot of uh, you know, there can be a lot of crossover depending on sort of what. Uh, uh, you know, industry or, or role or space that you get into. Uh, knowledge is knowledge, right? You know, you can apply it to, to so many different things. So maybe tell us what your role is and, and kind of, you know, what sort of the things you do with the Valance Company. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm one of the first employees uh, here at Valance, the top uh, first eight employees. So when we started, it's uh, just an empty warehouse in Envision, and we really turned it into something special. And Tyler gave me the keys, the CEO of Balance there gave me the keys and a blank slate to kind of uh, make something great. We started off as uh, my career started off as building all our extraction platforms. So we offer five different extraction methods at Balance and I was really instrumental in designing the systems and building uh, out the, all the IP for it and also uh, managing head of production there early on. So I kind of drifted through uh, different channels here at Balance as well. So right now I'm really serving as the strategic link of seeing what consumer demand is, what the products and uh, people are looking for, the trends out there, and looking at that strategic link between the commercial business teams at Balance, the R&D teams, the operational teams, but also the commercial business teams. Uh, so I always look at how to bring new innovation into Balance, how we stay current, how do we bring new strains, 
But more importantly is give people what they want, uh, a quality product, consistent product, uh, but also understanding what a quality product needs to be and understanding what true passion and cannabis plant uh, really needs to, how it needs to be expressed in the end product. But right now, we're really focused on innovation, new products. We do a ton of product development. We've got a great pipeline of products coming out with all the recent acquisitions. Uh, but I really touch a lot of different sectors. Uh, I said I'm the, uh, the heartbeat of the organization. A lot of people say is I work with Tyler, the CEO. I work with R&D. I work with production. Uh, wear many hats around here at the Fountains Company. Well, that's good. Uh, keeps you on your toes and keeps you busy. And I love that, uh, you know, you were one of the, the, the first eight, as you mentioned. What drew you to uh, the, the Valens Company in the first place? What was it that said, you know, yeah, I want to join this, you know, brand new, just, you know, nothing but a warehouse and, and build something here? Yeah, so it's interesting. My brother was uh, introduced me to Tyler Robson, the CEO of Valens there early on. Uh, Tyler and I became friends and uh, through some mutual friends as well. But initially I came in for an interview and I never left. So I hmm. literally came in, we discussed what our vision is, what Tyler's plan was, and I never went home. And uh, we started working from there at ground zero and really built out uh, real commercial cannabis production, we, constant innovation. And what really drew me to Valens is Tyler had some uh, great cannabis knowledge. He had a great vision of what the company needs to be. And he really let me go wild and gave me uh, the keys to this vehicle to build something great. And, um, I think that's what really brought me in is there was no industry to follow. There's no path for commercial cannabis to read about, no playbook. Uh, we really got to innovate on that and we really got to build it out. We saw the sector as a whole. We saw cannabis uh, cultivation as a commodity and a tough business to go in. As we've seen the struggles in Denver and California and Oregon, these other legal states. So we knew extraction was uh, our kind of the white space we needed to focus in and that really set up the precursor as edit, uh, allowing us to have five different extraction methods has really set us up to be uh, commercial or CPG manufacturing or custom manufacturer of all cannabis derived products, just because we have access to all those resins from different extraction methods. So it's just a hard place to leave when you uh, are pioneering a new sector, you're, you're doing a tremendous success, but I always talk about the greatest asset balance has is our employees and is our staff and our team here. It's a tremendous team from top to bottom. We're young individuals, we're motivated. We understand cannabis, but now we're really coming into that true CPG role. And now we're just getting started into this world stage and really look forward to the next few years as this last four has been uh, one heck of a ride and really look forward to the future. Wow, that is uh, wonderful. Uh, you know, a wonderful, you know, short history right now with a long future uh, in front as we're looking at uh, the, the great website, uh, .com. Uh Obviously very, uh, you know, visually stimulating. And, and maybe let's talk about some overview of, you know, what are some of the products that the Valens Company, you know, what, what are you guys doing right now? What, what excites you right now that you guys are doing? Yeah, there's... So we're diverse. We do a lot of different products. We touch in all categories, but every time we enter a category, we want to do it well. We want to do it large and have massive capacity. So right now we have some really great products coming out. Uh, we got some live terpene pens, which is a terrific product that we use different CO2 processes, uh, different ethanol processes, and really reconstruct the live resin profile. So meaning fresh frozen cannabis transitioned or translated into a vape pen, amazing product coming out, but Another key area that we just installed a world-class production pre-roll machine. Uh, so this is a new category for us. We just got licensed there uh, several months ago for the flower category. 
So we're, we went all in on pre-rolls. We're going to be a, a massive uh, a production of uh, the 0.35 dog walkers, the one grams, the 0.5s. Uh, we have some great videos coming out. I had some on LinkedIn there of the production of this machine. It is absolutely amazing. Robots picking up cones, packing the equipment, uh, and spitting out finished cones at the end with uh, one operator running the machine. So truly amazing uh, pre-rolls coming. Uh, with the Life Foods acquisition, we got a ton of health and wellness products coming out. We got protein balls. We got an assortment of low caloric uh, intake gummies, uh, no refined sugar gummies. So really pushing the paces of uh, innovation and product pipelines in a few different categories. Uh, beverages will be a massive one for us as we got our new facility coming out in the GTA there. Uh, using the Source by Balance technology, we got a, a great pipeline of beverages coming out. So. The future is bright on innovation and new product development as uh, we've been doubling down in a, a bunch of different areas and uh, building out very strong teams in each one of these areas to help support this expansion. Well, it's so amazing. I mean, and and listen, I think it's awesome that, uh, you know, just about three years ago now, closing in on three years, uh, you know, you could go to the store and get a joint, you know, in my lifetime, I didn't think I would ever see that, um, you know, and, mm -hmm. and I, had, you know, obviously had edibles before, but the amount of products that are out there, um, you know, and you just went through the different things that just you guys are doing. I mean, yeah. you know, the, the excitement right now and just, you know, think like just like pie in the sky down the road, how crazy and amazing it's all going to be with the, the advancement of technology from companies like yourself. For sure, a lot of exciting stuff coming. Uh, and it's all about education of the consumers. And well, like you said, we just got joints and THC and CBD. Now you gotta think of functional categories that maintain daily life or daily consumption are not really out of their realm. So easy to understand products, health and wellness, beauty, daily supplementation. So a lot of great products coming down. All right, uh, this this is going to feel a little bit like a game show. We're going to play what does it mean? Because, you know, there's a lot of terms, Quinn, out there that um, could be very over the head of, of brand new consumers or consumers that only tried it back when there was basically just hash and, and, and weed and you rolled it or you used your knives or whatever. And now we have all these different terms of, of products that are being made. So let's run through some of the terminology for people that maybe we can explain to them, you know, Know what this is and then maybe they'll feel a little bit more comfortable um you know getting involved in these in these new products are you game for that absolutely all right let's start with a super subcritical co2 extraction great one to start with as co2 extraction is i look at it as the, the swiss army knife of extraction systems um, and super and subcritical really mean the operating parameters of that system so when you're doing CO2 extraction, you're really dictating the density of the CO2 solvent, meaning that you're using different temperature and pressures to change the density of or, or the, uh, the phases of that uh, CO2. So running through this super high level, you take a liquid CO2, you pressurize it and you heat it to get to a supercritical state, which is not a liquid, not a gas, but maintains both great properties of each. So it's permeability, acts like a gas, but also acts like a liquid, but it's a super critical state. So it's the transition of uh, CO2 phases. So when you're in a super critical state, that's essentially the hotter or uh, higher pressure and higher temperature extraction, where you're removing all the compounds as quick as you can. Uh, when you're in a subcritical state, it's below that density line where you're, you're really going after more liquid compounds. It's acting more like a liquid. 
some critical CO2 is sometimes seen to be better at looking at terpene rich or removing terpene rich resin. Uh, but it is just uh, changing the, the phases or changing the density of that CO2 to achieve a super or a subcritical phase of uh, CO2. Excellent. That, that's, that's very interesting. I didn't even uh, know what that meant, so I'm learning a lot here as well. What about hydrocarbon extraction? Yeah, hydrocarbon extraction is the use of butane or propane or a mix of both solvents. So really advantage of hydrocarbon solvent is allowing uh, us to use uh, fresh frozen material. So that means you harvest the the plant down right away, you flash freeze it, but you hold all that moisture within it as well. So you can't extract moisture through CO2 or ethanol. It just really screws up your extraction efficiencies. So you look to hydrocarbon extraction for that. Um, It's a very fast method. It's a very safe method when done right. Uh, It has a bad name to it from the black market and legacy, legacy side of things, but a balance we built out such a tremendous hydrocarbon program. It's one of my favorite methods for uh, extraction yields and efficiencies, but also uh, product quality due to the temperatures that you operate at. You use negative 50 or 60 degrees butane, you run it through flash frozen ice coat biomass. So there's no really uh, heat input in there to volatilize or remove those terpenes and beautiful compounds through extraction. So whatever you put in fresh frozen right off the field, into that extraction column, you're gonna get out that terpene rich live resin or live profile of that plant. So really great for making full spectrum or true to plant extracts. Well, and, and I think you made a great point. Uh, you know, th- this, this you know, industry that we're in, you know, as much as we can pull back the curtain and show people how safe and how proper this is being mm-hmm. done, you know, that, that, you know, growing weed isn't the same as a meth lab, but, you know, for some people, they do have that in their minds, unfortunately. So, you know, even just growing four plants, people uh, think there's, you know, real safety precautions and, and, you know, you can do it very, very safely and, and just, you know, and, and then moving to the next steps of what we're talking about, pulling back the curtain, showing people that this is a safe and effective process, um, I think is so important uh, as far as education uh, to the consumer right now, don't you? Yeah, couldn't agree more. Uh, Education is everything in the consumer's eyes, Uh, and even in product development or sales, Mm -hmm. everything is about education. You need to understand why the product's great, why the product's different, uh, how it's processed is really important for individuals, especially in hydrocarbon extraction is, It's a a popular legacy product where it's a certain kind of category of consumers that really love it and they're very passionate about good extracts and good concentrates. So giving them some brand trust of uh, how to make these products and showing them behind the scenes, telling the story of where the biomass came from and how it was extracted is is very important for individuals uh, consuming these extracts. All right, ethanol extraction. How do you guys extract using ethanol? Yeah, so ethanol extraction is our large volume extraction method. So we can get up to uh, 1,400, 1,500 kilos per day of biomass that runs through that. So we use a, a cryogenic method where we use a very cold ethanol solvent. We use a, a centrifuge platform. So essentially we fill biomass or fill, fill biomass into micron bags, about 10, 15 kilos per bag. And we put it into a centrifuge platform, which spins around really fast. And we're essentially washing off the THC and the CBD or the other cannabinoids in there. So we inject cryogenic ethanol, we wash off those cannabinoids, but then we got to go through a few different processes and we designed a custom system where we input cannabis on one end and we have finished uh, winterized or full spectrum resin on the back end. 
when it goes through minor filtration to remove fats, lipids, and chlorophyll, and also do some uh, a little bit more color remediation where we can have a nice light oil, we have a little bit darker oil. So we have full process control, but ethanol is really looked at for doing a high volume, high quality, consistent oil, where we really can achieve a fantastic price point on uh, kind of different types of resins. I really like using ethanol for distillate, which is a, a consistent, high potency, taste-free, smell-free product. Using the ethanol platform, getting to that is cost-effective, makes quality oil, but more importantly, it's uh, very consistent. Yeah, and uh, in, in, in bulk form, kind of as you mentioned. Uh, what about uh, CO2 terpene extraction? For sure. Uh, this is one of the specialized methods that we developed here at the Balance Company. We actually use a, a supercritical CO2, so it's the density of CO2 that we use to remove just that cannabis-derived profile. So with this uh, method, we, we load the biomass in, non-decarboxylated, we set it to our parameters, and we extract just that cannabis-derived terpene and profile. It's uh, one of the most amazing smells and one of the best rooms to be in when we're doing these terpene extractions as it's really getting that true essence of the plant in this full cannabis-derived fraction. And it doesn't have cannabinoids in it, so it's just pure terpenes. It's a lot of science going into that column, but uh, it's fantastic for it to be able to use that fraction of cannabis-derived terpenes back into a distillate or into a full-spectrum fade to really increase that uh, strain's profile. Very cool. Very interesting. Uh, solventless uh, extraction. Um, so can, can you explain, uh, you know, what differentiates this than some of the other extraction methods? For sure. So solventless, uh, when I always look at that, there's two different routes of it. There's t- traditional methods of mechanical separation where you see trichome sifting with uh, just kind of micron screens or rotating the system to bang off those trichomes. So that's a solventless extract to make a Keef product or there's another traditional method of using ice water or ice and water called uh, the bubble hash more traditionally. And uh, both methods are essentially using solventless uh, um, uh, processes where there's no ethanol, there's no uh, pentane, there's no kind of processes or no solvents in those processes. Um, They make great products if you're going to do a dry sift hash or you're going to do a rosin pressed full spectrum live rosin. There's advantages to each one of them. And I think it's uh, it's all about having great inputs when you're doing those methods as there's no further refining. There's no color mediation. So input is everything you put in is what you get out. And that's very important when you get into those solventless extraction methods. Mm-hmm. I love uh, pressing rosin. Heat and pressure oh. and the, the goodness of the plant. Uh, there's a, a local uh, company here, the Rosin Bros. They come right to your house with their press. You provide the cannabis. It's all legal. They're just providing a service, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's I, I, I personally, you know, and I, I'm not as experienced as some others, but I find it is, it's I, it's my favorite way to, to enjoy a, a concentrate because all you're doing is heat and pressure. Yeah, that's uh, where I started building those uh, machines and doing work with my brother in the garage. And one of my favorite products as well is it's uh, uh, translating that essence of the plant in the extract itself is uh, something special. You know, it's it's so amazing. The, the amount of knowledge that, that you've been able to gain, you didn't go to school for it, really. This is this is all gained through kind of life experience. At, you know, down the road, there's going to be lots of, uh, you know, post-secondary courses that, that people are going to be able to take to get into the cannabis industry. But, you know, kind of right now, we're, we're relying on kind of the, the godfathers to pass down the, the, the message and the, and the information, gener- you know, for, for the next little while until we get all those post-secondary uh, things going. I think this is so amazing that a, a bunch of this industry is born thanks to the knowledge from the legacy market. 
It is. You uh, 100% got attributed to everything on the legacy side, the pioneers of the industry. Uh, I watched a really cool thing just about uh, Bernard there from Cookies uh, making a strain for one of these individuals that was in prison for 35 years in prison for a nonviolent cannabis crime just got out and now he's got a new strain, a new genetic form. So it is paying homage to the, the legacy side of things. It's, that's where the industry was born. That's where we, we got a true love for the plant and passion. But yeah, it is about, uh, it's crazy where it's come from and myself, non-educating uh, science, but I can go kind of head to toe or, with some of the best uh, PhD scientists in cannabis and knowledge and extraction and purifications. And this really led me to, I got to produce uh, and work on a UL international standard. So we did the first uh, next national technical guide called Safety of Cannabis Oil Extractions, ULC 44 or 4400-2. So now we, there's actually a full published uh, UL document, which is under, under Lighter's uh, laboratory. Right now I'm working on the ISO International uh, Safe Cannabis Extractions uh, 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 guides as well. So there's a commercial regulation coming. There's world adoption of these new laws and UL and ISO uh, I've been very fortunate to work with them and be a subject matter expert uh, with them as we're developing all these different protocols. Oh, that's so amazing. I just love where this industry is going. All right. One more uh, I want to know about Source by Valens Emulsion. Uh, this sounds very cool. It is. So Source by Valens Emulsion. I've been working on this just over three years with uh, the great Source team uh, down in uh, Washington and Seattle. So we acquired that technology early on and really put a lot of work into it as uh, using immiscible liquids or, or cannabis extract and water just don't go well together. So we went after and doubled down very heavily into beverages and the source by balance technology, I think, is one of the uh, best IPs in the market today. So we use it in a few different ways. So we use it in a beverage, obviously, in our beverages at the Summit 10 beverages and um, uh, base camp beverages right now. We also have a THC drops and CBD drops that is true, awesome for making your own edibles or beverage compounds. But it drops in, you can really dictate your potency. But the mm. true advantage of it is uh, to be a taste-free, smell-free uh, way to put cannabis uh, oil into beverages or into cooking or into any kind of direct consumption. If you want to do a sublingual apparatus into your mouth, you can do that with this kind of product because it's it's encapsulated into THC. So it's a simple process, but very complex. So we worked on getting it to a perfect particle size. We encapsulate the molecule to protect it. It's actually like a suspension in beverages. So meaning when you put the source emulsion into a beverage, you stir it around, it's completely homogenous from top to bottom. And that's where the, the true science and advantage of the source comes in is your first sip will be the same as your last sip in a beverage. So it's completely, completely homogenous throughout the beverage. But also we have a few years of shelf stability on this product as well in different uh, sparkling waters or different juice compounds. So stabilizing THC is a problem and getting a, getting a product that can be shelf stable for six or 12 months in an aqueous or a beverage platform was a challenge. And uh, we got a terrific head of R&D, Richard Algamari here, uh, that really did uh, some, I think, uh, groundbreaking work on how to stabilize THC in a beverage by using the source technology. and. We deliver that taste-free, smell-free product. Uh, you can try one of the Summit Tech beverages. It doesn't leave that film on your teeth. It doesn't leave that aftertaste or bitter cannabis taste. It's really, uh, it's a remarkable IP that everyone needs to understand when you see that balance or the source by balance. It's going to be a fantastic product for all those above reasons where it's a, a rapid onset too, where it's a bypasses your liver, gets taken early up in your GI tract. So myself, uh, around 10-minute mark every time I've consumed it, uh, it's different for each individual, but 
those are the kind of advancements that you're going to be seeing down the innovation pipeline is onset times, offset times, experiences, uh, planned experiences. So traditional edibles are tough. You eat a brownie, you eat a gummy, you don't know when it's going to hit. So if you can kind of remove that confusion or that time out of it and have a planned experience so you can see a beverage, you can feel it 10, 15 minutes. This is where you might be able to take some uh, market share from Bev Alcohol, where you can go have three, four beverages in a night, but have your experience come on in a rapid rate where you don't have to wait two hours and uh, hang out with your friends. Oh, that's so awesome. And, and is that on the market now already? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so you see uh, the first uh, cannabis company has these THC drops and CBD drops. I think it's one of the best products in there because you really can dictate your own edibles and experience. You can change your potencies, you put it in cooking, you put it into beverages, water, coffee, great diverse product. Uh, but also the Summit uh, 10 beverages and the Basecamp beverages from A1 uh, through us use that source technology. Uh, one of my favorite beverages, it's a nice iced tea lemonade, mm-hmm. the Source 10, uh, the Summit 10. Great product to experience the sources. It's a nice light flavored iced tea lemonade. You don't have any cannabis taste, no flavor, no film on your teeth. So it's a really good understanding and first product to understand what the source by balance technology is. Beautiful. I love the uh, Summit uh, Basecamp iced tea, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. How is Valens different uh, than, than other LPs? So it's something that we always like to talk about is the Valens advantage as you go through. So early on, we, we went after extraction and focused on developing five different extraction methods. And that really gave us the precursor to make any end product we wanted in the CPG or consumer good manufacturing. If we need a low cost distillate or a full spectrum resin, if it's from CO2 or ethanol or hydrocarbon, we have all those capabilities to kind of make any end product we need. And one of the other key advantages of us is we're such a large biomass uh, purchaser. Uh, we're running five, six, seven tons of product per week through the facility. So we get great buying power, which gets us to achieve great price points in our manufacturing. So scale of our extraction, uh, biomass, uh, uh, great price on biomass really leads to uh, industry leading and industry setting prices, but never harming quality because we have all the processes in place. We have the scalability. We have the great biomass partners who are always receiving high quality products. So it kind of funnels down, focusing on extraction first, become experts and have all those capabilities. Then it went into CPG manufacturing and lower, lowering our cost production, which really allowed us to play, play in all uh, verticals of it. Now we're in pre-rolls, we're in bulk flour. We've got a great 28 gram flour coming out, very cost effective, but high quality product. And then we have beverages and edibles and confectionery. So we're really touching a lot of different markets but uh, we are allowed to play in those markets just due to our diverse capabilities and extraction, which is the precursor for all these products. So it starts the extraction. Now we have world-class manufacturing that we're really emphasizing on, really making a wave on commercial production of uh, diverse goods. Um, And then we're supported by one of the world-class labs, the Valence Labs, uh, one of the first ISO accredited uh, cannabis uh, analytical labs. Dr. Hussein uh, in there is tremendous uh, analytical expert and, we have a great partnership with Thermo Fisher, uh, and they named us the Center of Excellence of Plant-Based Science. So it's that whole end-to-end solution, Dean, where we can bring in cannabis at a great cost. We've got amazing extraction, but now we can put it into any one of these different platforms, a vape or a beverage or anything. So we've really set ourselves up to be uh, a low-cost producer, a quality producer, but also be able to achieve scale and fill these provincial boards with all the commands. 
Wow, it's it's amazing. Uh, from from you know pretty much any area of the industry, you guys can hit at it. I love that. Now, can you can you give us any kind of a peek into the future and uh, let us in on anything that you guys are working on down the road? Yeah, we've got a few things coming. Uh, we've got a lot of great. Uh, we had those recent acquisitions, the Life Foods facilities, uh, new innovation coming out of there. We have uh, that team is just fantastic too. We we asked for a product; they just uh, they deliver so quickly from their previous knowledge and. All consumer manufacturing, confection manufacturing. So we got some very cool protein balls coming out in that health and wellness category. We've got mm. some fantastic new bath bombs, uh, which is a little bit different. Uh, so bath bombs, uh, protein balls. We've got some new gummies coming out. Uh, all going to be some really cool, innovative products. But also looking at uh, the GTA facility there at the Palmies facility. I just look, really look forward to that coming online as we're going to have very large capacity of beverages, built another world-class facility to be a high-speed fill rate, end-to-end solution for beverages but we've got lots of exciting things coming as you as you guys saw everyone saw the green roads uh, acquisition there to really birth into that cbd market uh being the number two ranked uh, player behind charlotte's web i think we got, uh, got a great asset there and a great team to support us down there being a fully operational business i think we're going to bring a lot of the canadian adoption of uh, laws and regulation and how to process cannabis at a very high level so we can add some tremendous value there early on and really take the uh, the Green Roads acquisition to the next level. Also, just exciting things, getting into that larger market, the NASDAQ listing coming. That's really going to change the scope of Allens and put us into one of those international players and really be a large cannabis player. As uh, a lot of people look at us as an extraction company still, that's that was our, our old play, our old foundation. Now we're much bigger than that. We've expanded. We do so much, so many great things. So. Just really uh, looking forward to what's coming down the pipe is uh, uh, new distribution. More provinces coming on board. We're, we're going kind of everywhere. New Brunswick, Yukon, Manitoba. It's opening up new doors and uh, getting everybody to understand what the Balance Company does and really what that balance advantage is of great products, but uh, great understanding what those products need to be and true passion for the plant behind everything we do. And I'm just really excited about education and everything we're doing here. We're, we've got a great education portal we've started for provincial retailers, provincial boards, uh, the daily consumers and bud tenders. And uh, I'm a strong component of that and uh, work heavily in education because I really believe that is the foundation of building a successful sector going forward. Uh, 100%. Uh, get the information to the people and, and not, then, not, then let them make educated uh, purchases uh, f- from that point. But if they don't have the education, then they're going to be still relying on THC levels and things like that. And we need to move forward uh, into uh, getting everybody to experience so much of the plant. And that leads me to the to the final question that I ask everybody. And, we, you know, we talked about it, how, you know, we started with, uh, you know, flour, pre-rolls and oil. And now we have all these amazing products. You know, what's the next big thing in cannabis, in your opinion? Is there, uh, you know, whether it's a product or a movement or, you know, something else, what do you think is the next big thing? thing for the industry well i got two uh, i got a biased answer which is the valence company we're going to be that next big thing that everyone's going to hear about uh, around the world internationally uh, a lot of big stuff and milestones happening but i think it's just more building out uh, a lot of the products that we do today uh, looking at uh minor cannabinoids i think is a strong focus that we have here at Valence as well and a lot of the area put a lot of innovation and product development into with our team is uh, a cbg gummy or a cbn products and of really finding that good balance of THC, CBN, and other minor cannabinoids to deliver an experience that consumers can actually 
or relate to or feel, if it needs to be for sleep or it needs to be for energy, really deconstructing the plant and deriving as much value from the, uh, each plant as we can using all the different 500 different bioactive compounds within. Uh, we got some really cool stuff coming into different chromatography techniques, different CPG company or uh, uh, CPC, which is centrifugal partition uh, chromatography. We've got tremendous new techniques to deconstruct that plant and use it uh, into all these great formulations that we can and get uh, if it's going to be an edible or if it's going to be a gummy or a new topical product. I think uh, minor cannabinoids and uh, uh, all these other secondary compounds are going to play a great role in the next couple of years. Yeah, the more we know, the more we can all benefit, uh, whether it's uh, somebody on the recreational side or somebody on the medicinal side. Uh, there's a lot of different things for people to learn about this plant, and uh, I'm so excited uh, for the future. Quinn, thanks so much for joining me, giving us a peek into what the amazing things you guys are doing at uh, the Valens Company and you know, making sure people know that the stuff that is happening right now uh, is being done safely, uh, the, there are standards, uh, and there's more, uh, you know, as much as we both love to roll up a joint uh, there is so much more to cannabis than that so i really appreciate your time today yeah dean thanks for everything you do for the industry and bring me on today uh i love being able to express the knowledge and passion for the plant and really highlight some of the, like you said professional manufacturing is behind the scenes is what we do so uh thanks for your time and the opportunity to speak and uh follow everything you do and look forward to the next time we get to meet This is the Cannabis 101 podcast. It's all part of the cannabis life experience. Turning the wheel of cannabis. One toke at a time. Ah, that was such an informative conversation with Quinn, and uh, hopefully we were able to to let you know what some of those terms mean and some of the exciting things uh, that they have on the go with uh, Valance. Uh, just an absolute leader in that industry, doing so much in the Okanagan Valley. And check out One Hitters later this week featuring Quinn as we get to know his cannabis history. You can find that in full episodes at Cannabis101podcast.ca where you can also subscribe to The Weed Weekly and you can qualify for the Friday giveaway. Who grew it? What's the terpene profile? Who created it? What is the lineage? How much THC? What's in a name? This is Know Your Buds, a close-up look at cultivars you should try. Or try again. Joining Dean is our educator, Chris Ionson. Time to explore another great cultivar on Know Your Buds with our good friend Chris Ionson, our educator and regional manager with Plant Life Cannabis. You can find out more information at plantlifecannabis.com and join the Plant Life family with their rewards program. My man, Chris, it is great to see you once again. How has it been for you the last few days with that beautiful sunshine and everything greening up out there? Yeah, it's been awesome, buddy. It's been really nice to just get to spend some time outdoors and find those sunspots and just hang out in them and kind of 
feel like a, a plant there. I, I've been like seeking out sunspots when I'm outside getting getting some fresh air breaks and I'll just go stand in the sun. It's been amazing. Yeah, we, uh, Nosy McGee and I have gone for a few walks the last little while and it's been so fun. It's just, it just totally changes your outlook. You get out, you get some vitamin D, you, you know, get in touch with the actual ground and stuff. Uh, it's so much different than when there's three feet of white stuff out there and we have to wear the five layers to go anywhere. So I'm, I'm excited, uh, for the, uh, the cultivar we're doing this week. Uh, we're, we're doing a cultivar called Sunset, um, otherwise known as nine pound hammer. Uh, I wish this, uh, was a nine pound hammer, uh, but it'll have to do. This is what I rolled up, uh, for today out of, uh, the, uh, the three and a half gram packaging, which you will see later, uh, but here it is as well. And this is from Palm Gardens. Um, and it's also an indica dominant hybrid, about 80 20. So we'll get into how that may affect you, although everybody is a little bit different. Uh, the cool thing about this, Chris, that I'm really excited about is that Palm Gardens is an LP right from our own backyard. Yeah, uh, Edmonton based. That's right. Um, super cool about that. So definitely they're Oilers fans. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were first incorporated in, in 2015, uh, but things really got rolling for them in 2017 with all the regulatory stuff with Health Canada and getting getting approved there. Uh, now, the company Palm Gardens was the brainchild of, of their operations manager, Chase Elliott. Uh, and Chase was uh, was backpacking through Europe in, in 2013, and he uh, he was rolled through Amsterdam, and he consumed cannabis for the first time. And um, kind of changed his life right then and there. Uh, he mentioned to me that he was he was surprised at how it made him feel because all the uh, anti-weed commercials and what he'd been told growing up, you know, um, this is what weed's going to do to you. And, and it didn't do that to him. It made him feel great. Um, so uh, it was really a true love story kind of after that that trip to Europe. But it really kind of took form in uh, in 2014. Uh, Chase was in a, in a car accident and uh, he was on a bunch of pharma meds. And, uh, you know, it took his doctor nine months of convincing his doctor. He said, I want to ex explore medicinal cannabis instead of uh, all these pills that I'm taking. And uh, after nine months of persuasion, uh, he was able to convince his doctor and they gave that a shot. And it helped him out a lot. Uh, you know, it helped him get through a really tough time in his life. So um, I think he kind of had the, uh, the epiphany, the moment uh, right then and there. Wow. Um, and then, uh, yeah, right. And uh, you know, fast forward to a year later, uh, Chase created a business plan in his schooling uh, for a cannabis company. And, and he shared this business plan with the, the right people. And, and the Palm Gardens company uh, was, was founded. I, I just love that story because it's, it's something, it, it reminds me of me that I feel like I had dreams at one point of starting my own cannabis company. And man, that'd be great. And, you know, it's a bit of a pipe dream, but uh he chase actually did it got it through and 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 they've got a, a fully function they're, they're they're doing it they're killing it so uh it's just awesome to to hear that story well bonus points for you for using pipe dream that's a, a very good pun for a, a cannabis show so bonus points and i love that i love everything you know i i, I don't love that you know he was uh, on so many different um 
uh, what, whatever, pharmaceutical drugs and, and things like that after an accident. I don't love that, but I love how his first experience with cannabis came to be and his, and his world was changed saying, this isn't the devil's lettuce, the, the, the gateway drug, the horrible things people are saying about it. And then he really went to work. So that, that really warms my heart. You know, I'm, I'm sad that he was in an accident, but I'm glad that cannabis was able to help him through it. And then, and I'll go on to, uh, uh, gra- uh, you know, start an LP, which is absolutely awesome. It's in Edmonton. So tell us a little bit about their facility here in Edmonton. Yeah, so it's it's located in the southeast Edmonton. Uh, it's 12,000 square feet. And they've got fl- four flower rooms. So it's definitely a bit of a smaller scale operation. Uh, but we're definitely fans of, of the small batch stuff. Uh, you know, a lot more care and attention goes into those small batch facilities. The plants really feel it and you notice it in the bud. So um, super sweet that uh, I like the, the kind of smaller scale to it. Um, they grow in soil and they use LED lights. Um, and they have two uh, ACMPR master growers that have kind of offsetting skill sets that really make their operation kind of one big, smooth, cohesive unit. Um, and uh, yeah, just hearing kind of Chase talk about these two guys, it was, it was neat. And it just sounds like they're, they're dialed in as, as a company on the growing side. Well, and, you know, listen, we have seen so many big companies have to scale way back after these massive facilities. And what we've seen is these smaller um, whether you want to call some of them craft growers or just smaller batch or, or whatever, smaller scale, these are the ones that are kind of thriving. And in some cases, propping up the cannabis industry with so much, some of the big, big players, you know, having to lay people off scale back and everything. It's these smaller producers, great cannabis. They didn't go too big, too fast that are really um, helping the industry move along. That, that's my opinion. Anyway, I'm not sure how you feel about it. That, I, I'm with you. That was well said, Dino. That was bang on, buddy. I, I, I'm a big fan of seeing you know, the small guys uh, you know, get their share too. All right. Well, every once in a while, a blind squirrel finds a nut, so I got one right that time. Um, speaking <laughs> of great things, what is coming up from Palm Gardens? Uh, you know, we, we're going to talk about uh, some of, uh, we're going to show the, the website in a bit, but what else do they have coming when it comes to edibles? Big, exciting edible news. So they, they partnered up with uh, Alberta, uh, legendary Alberta chocolatier Bernard Calbo, uh, and they're going to have a new brand called Bernard's Cannabis Creations. Uh, five flavors of chocolates are launching uh, in June. Uh, very, very exciting. Um, I've had Bernard Calbo chocolates before. It's uh, delicious kind of top shelf stuff. And so we're going to be seeing that with uh, infused with some THC and some CBD. So it's super exciting. That is uh, that is really exciting. I think did did not Bernard Calabot he had some chocolates in the uh, cannabis space uh, before I thought or there was somebody I, I he did I, yep he th- I thought there was something right yeah absolutely Dino there was uh, uh, an involvement uh, with uh, with the legend chocolates right uh, but uh, but I've actually um, that's since changed and now this is actually Bernard's uh, full deal here is he's go- gone all in with the Paul Garden guys so. Um, and that's with the, with the name there too, right? They're calling it Bernard's Cannabis yeah. Creations, which I, I, I love. Um, hopefully they, you know, the BCC, <laughs> shorten it out there. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, super exciting. Excellent. Good stuff. All right. So uh, I'm loving it so far. I love the story because there's obviously some passion behind it. Um, you know, showed the packaging. We'll get into that a little bit more. Here is the website, palmgardens.ca. I like this website. I, you know, 
immediately their logo makes me want to go sit by a palm tree in California and watch the sunset after maybe a Dodger game or something like that. It's just such a, a cool look. And not only is the website aesthetically pleasing, there's some really good info there as well. Yeah, this this website checks a lot of the boxes uh, that that we that we like in our websites. Uh, great visuals, great artwork that they use. Even the background images are just so amazing, like that the, the palm trees and that really kind of nice scenic stuff. Um, all the information's there. Uh, terpenes, uh, you know, great bud shots, um, as well as they've got information about their facility, about their edibles line. Um, I think that uh, Palm Gardens did a great, great job with the website. I agree. Uh, it looks great, as you mentioned, and there is some information, uh, you know, beyond just what we're looking at. So, uh, you know, thumbs up for the website. You, you, you know, the, the information I think is the most important thing. But you know, like this show, we don't want to. You don't want to deliver it in kind of a bland way. You want to spice it up a little bit, and you know, that's what we try to do on this show: is educate people in an entertaining way. And you know, you can educate people with beautiful shots as well. I mean, who doesn't want to sit by a palm tree and light one up there right now? Maybe with the dude or something like that. Grab some In and Out Burger, and you know. Uh, go hang out and watch that uh, one-man act uh, that his landlord was putting on. So anyway, <laughs> thumbs up uh, to everybody at Palm Gardens uh, for the, the website. It is an absolute beauty. All right, speaking of beauties, uh, let's get to the lineage uh, because this is a, a pretty cool and very interesting named uh, some of the cultivars that go into this lineage. Yeah. So uh, Nine Pound Hammer is, is the genetic cross of, of Gooberry, uh, which is an Afgu and a Blueberry cross, so Gooberry. Uh, Gooberry crossed with a Jesus OG, and uh, Jesus OG is a cross of Hell's Angels OG crossed with Jack the Ripper. So uh, pretty interesting uh, genetic mix there, um, you know, <laughs> calling it the Jesus OG there with the, <laughs> the Hell's Angels and the, the Jack the Ripper. Yeah, like it's the lineage does not suggest Jesus when I hear that because I'm trying not to laugh. It's so weird. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I feel like that's kind of um, that's been the case with a lot of like cannabis genetics names. You know, there's humor gets brought into it. You know, as stoners, we we like a good laugh and we like kind of keep things light. And I don't think this is meant to be anything too too serious uh, at all. But it's uh, yeah, yeah, it's a pretty funny uh, name. Yeah, it, it did. It it had me uh, choking up. I was laughing so hard as I, you know, you know, you take a drink sometimes and you start laughing. That was, it's just so weird. Uh, Jack the Ripper, uh, Hell's Angels OG to get Jesus OG. I get the Gooberry. You know, it's uh, kind of reminds me of uh, Super Troopers where the Schnozberries smell like Schnozberries. Uh, you know, Gooberry, Afgoo Blueberry. It sounds like something I would like. You know, me and uh, my my Blueberry. So tell us about the breeders that made. Um, sunset no, nine pound hammer rather. Yeah, for sure. So uh, initially, it was bred by the American breeders uh, out of the state of Washington. Uh, they're called Jinx Proof Genetics, and uh, and the nine pound hammer is kind of the the cultivar there that they're known for. That's kind of what uh, brought them some infamy. All right, and this is eighteen point seven percent THC. So you know, I I, I was kind of telling you earlier. For me, I, I kind of am really loving this like 18, 19, 17% uh, THC. 
uh, if there's a you know a really good accompanying entourage effect with it, sometimes for me, high high THC cultivars can bring on a little bit of anxiety and paranoia, and you know maybe not great for my mental health. But if I stay in that kind of that sweet spot. I find I'm, 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 I'm trying cultivars that kind of punch above their weight a little bit and then give it that extra boost without that high THC anxiety. So I'm really looking forward to this at 18.7%. Yeah, it's, it's a nice 18.5. It's so, boy, I, I'm a big fan of the nine-pound hammer. <laughs> yeah, I sure, am buddy. as well. What's in a name? So uh, with the name, um, it, it's the effects, okay? So uh, when you consume this stuff, it's like getting hit over, over the head with a nine-pound hammer. Just kind of ding. Um, it's got some bite to it for sure. Uh, I think with the, the sunset name that Palm Gardens used, uh, definitely has to do with kind of end of your day. Uh, it's a pretty uh, relaxing indica um, that I would probably associate with. I think it'd be great to accompany with a, you know, a sunset and some, some nine-pound hammer. And palm trees. I'm I'm with you, man, on yeah. on that. All right, let's take a look at this now for the uh, the first time. And uh, first, let's start with the packaging. Uh, hits this, this packaging checks a lot of boxes for me, man. Yeah, right. It's a, a small resealable black pouch uh, with the the orange sticker that really does stick out in our cannabis cases for sure. Um, I think it's a good size for three point five. Uh, comes with a humidity pack, so. Uh, definitely checking off the boxes for 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 me too. Steve. Yeah, it it, it does uh, really good size. This was in good condition because there was uh, well, it's good condition because it was well grown, but it also stayed in good condition because of that humidity pack. And we, we've talked about this countless times. You need to stand out against all the rest of the non uh, able to advertise LPs out there, and they do with that packaging. Like that jumps out at you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right. What do you look Sticking at? Uh, what do you see when you're looking at those buds? Yeah. So uh, it's lighter green buds. Uh, we've got some real subtle kind of burnt orange brownie pistols. Um, and if you get real close up, uh, we've got some flecks of purple uh, showing up in the bud too, which is really nice to see. Um, Trim job's pretty pretty good trim job there and, and, and a pretty decent uh, dusting of trichomes as well. Yeah, I would uh, definitely agree. Um, you know, sometimes we have those giant buds. They aren't the biggest buds, but you know what the cool thing about smaller buds is there's less room for a bad trim job. There's less room for giant stems that take up half of it. So there is a benefit to smaller buds. Yeah, absolutely. And I think in the end, I mean, we're you're, it's going to be ground up. It's going to be put into a pipe or a joint or a vape or whatever. Um, you know, it's not like we're really consuming our cannabis based on the size of our buds, right? It's just nice to look at, nice to see, but that's really as far as it goes. Yeah, and it, um, you know, it's less for less work for people to do uh, at home when the trim job's already done for them. So that's good uh, as well. Uh, what are we talking about when it comes to the terpene list uh, with nine pound hammer? So top three terps we've got listed in the nine pound hammer. Caryophylline is number one. That's the, the dominant one there. And that's uh, black pepper and spice. That's Dino's fave. And uh, we've got limonene as number two there. And that's kind of a citrus fruity uh, smell and, and aroma and flavor. Uh, and, and farnesine is the third. And that's uh, found in apple skin. Uh, it's got kind of a, a citrus fruity uh, smell to it as well. So 
Um, I, I'm pumped whenever I see Farnesine in there because it's just it's new. It's 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 exciting for me. Like we don't see it that often, so um, yeah, it's great. It's I, I love the fact that there's you know limonene is uh, you know you're getting definitely that uh, that uh, citrus uh, for sure, and then Farnesine is just a a little bit of a different kind of uh, you know same sort of family, but a different approach or a different smell or a different uh i don't know it's 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 just adds something and and i really love that i also love uh, exploring new uh terpenes as well what do you smell uh when you uh, throw this to your nose nosy mcgee i'll just let you know she definitely got uh, lemon with this one nice nice i, I did too <laughs> uh for me i got uh spicy and sweet uh, almost like a peppery lemon or that was kind of the combination smells for me, uh, when I was within my bag. Yeah. And it, I, I got, uh, a lot more, uh, a little bit, well, I shouldn't say a lot more, but, um, I, uh, definitely got sweetness when after the grind, uh, before I rolled the joint. Uh, so the, the sweetness was a little bit more prevalent, you know, as we, uh, we just, don't want to light the mic on fire again. We did that already a couple of years ago, uh, but you know that 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 sweetness comes out a little bit more as you as you break the the uh, the bud up. The some of the different aromas are going to come out. So I, I love that. Uh, moving on to taste test. Uh, when you consume this, what are you tasting? Uh, again, it's if there's a spicy kind of earthy, a spicy and earthy on the inhale, uh, and then a really nice kind of fruiting sweetness on the exhale is was my take on it there and I was consuming it in joints just yep. like you are <laughs> yeah I I definitely get the spiciness for sure uh, right off the bat so uh I'm loving this uh I'm I'm really loving it I I just uh I I don't like it's weird I don't like crazy spicy food but the spicier the cannabis the spicier the cigar I'm all in for that so and you know and I love how you know the diff two different kinds of citrus kind of play in there to give it a sweeter it's not as much of a a lemony a taste as it is a lemony smell it's more on the sweeter side uh, for the taste so I, I i really appreciate that what was your experience uh, i'll be interested to see how my experience is later tonight everybody is different so we don't want to tell you what you're going to experience but we will tell you what chris's experience was what did you what did you feel like on this uh, for me, lots of head activity uh, at first, uh, blast of euphoric waves kind of hitting the dome. Um, and, and that kind of settled into a really amazing, relaxing body stone. And the coach is my best friend with the nine pound hammer. Um, I'm a big fan though. This is one that I've rebought in a couple of times. And uh, we always say that's kind of a good sign of a, of a hit. Uh, you know, when people are, are coming back for it. And, and this is one that I've, I've bought three times. So big, big fan of it. I really love the super stoned effects that I get from it. Gets me real nice and baked uh, when I need that uh, after a long day. Um, it's really nice for that. Yeah, it seems like just one that, you know, if especially if you had a bad day and you're just like, oh, just wipe this day away. You roll one out, one of these up, and it seems like you know whatever you're gonna get into, you th those troubles are gonna be far away, as that song once said, and you're gonna be focused on whatever else. It's just gonna kind of turn, um, you know, your your focus into more of a like, you know what, just chill vibe. That, that that's what it seems like it's gonna be from from kind of like what you were saying. So uh, that leads us to the three W's: who, what, and when. Uh, do you think this is good for? So I think who it's good for level two consumers, uh, just with the hard hittingness to it. I mean, it is Indica Dom. 
but I think that initial kind of head blast, uh, we're not going to want any, anyone new to cannabis kind of jumping in with it. Uh, what it's good for, uh, couch time, relaxing, Netflix, movies, shows. Uh, it's great for creativity too. Uh, I found uh, it was a great uh, cultivar for doing some artwork. Um, chill artwork though, like nothing too, too hectic. Um, and when it's good for, evening time for sure. Uh, just with kind of how sedative it, it can get. Um, it's very relaxing. And um, I mean, I wouldn't recommend starting your day off with it. You can, but you're probably going to take a nap or just really, really chill, which some people like to do too. So yeah, those are the three W's, Dino. That is great because you know what I have in mind. And, you know, when when we used to record this in the same room, Remember those days, how, how strange it was when we were in the same room? And we're going to get back to that at some point. But when we would record in the same room, in when it was nice, we would go out and hang out uh, on the deck and, you know, ha- have some of the cannabis. I think that's what this is going to be great for. You know, sitting out there, watching the sunset, enjoying sunset with Nine Pound Hammer, and really just chilling out on a beautiful summer night. That, that to me, is what this would be perfect for. You know, sitting around a fire, a, a campground with your friends, when we can do that again, that seems like this would be perfect. Not like an energetic party and, you know, dance music, just a chill vibe with some cool music and friends or, or watching the sunset. That's what I think I'll be doing. That'll be my experience and my three W's. What do you think of that? It's, I love it, buddy. I, I think we should we should wrap this show up, and you should go do that. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. Excellent stuff, my man. I love that, uh, you know, we talk a lot in this pandemic, shop local. Well, if you're shopping for cannabis in Edmonton, this is local. Palm Gardens. Check them out, palmgardens.ca is where you can find it. It is an 80-20 indica dominant hybrid. Beautiful uh, buds. Check it out. Uh, palmgardens.ca by the way it's about 18.7% the batch I picked up thanks as always Chris I'm going to head out to the deck watch the sunset with some sunset Uh, always appreciate your time yeah buddy Uh, thanks for having me Dino enjoy it the cannabis life experience it's not just about getting high it's about getting healthy turning the wheel of cannabis one toke at a time. All right, uh, nine pound hammer. Great for a sunset, you might say. Uh, and that is going to wrap things up for us on episode 93, hour number two. Thank you very much for watching. If you did so on YouTube or our social media channels, uh, just hit subscribe and the bell, and you'll know when we put out an episode. If you're listening, thank you very much. Uh, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. You can also subscribe, and it goes right into your library, your podcast library. So thank you very much for listening and for watching. Let us know what you think of the show. Please leave us a review. And uh, once again, head to uh, the Cannabis101podcast.ca. Click on that green circle. You're in the mix for the Weed Weekly. comes to your inbox every Friday. And we have a prize pack. We recap the show. We have some other fun things as well, but it's only for subscribers, and it's an easy way to keep up to date with the Cannabis 101 podcast. To become a partner or a guest on the show, email me, Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com. We don't have a lot of shows left. We're all booked up for the shows, but we can start booking for some live audio chats 
on Relevant, and that is definitely going to be a lot of fun. And if you're into other podcasts, check out podcastalley.ca. I got a bunch of sports shows there as well as this one, so check it out, podcastalley.ca, and you can uh, find all your podcast needs. It's right by the Hammock District. We're back at it on Tuesday with a new episode. David Wiley from the OZ on This Week in Cannabis News. Malka LaBelle, the Green Generation Company on the business of cannabis. We'll have another cannabis character, weed word of the day, and a cannabis question. So much more to go on this show in the next little while. We'll try to fit it all in for sure. Uh, Big thanks to Quinn Shiskin of the Valens Company for kind of peeling back the curtain and give us some transparency and uh, telling us, you know, trying to make sure that you, uh, if you're new to cannabis or you're new to, to, to concentrates and extraction, that you know what's happening and, and, and how it's happening and that it is very, very safe and exciting things to come uh, from the Valens Company. And, of course, thanks to Chris Science and our educator on Know Your Buds. That's about it for this week. Have yourself a great uh, week in cannabis. Uh, we will have uh, one hitters uh, with Quinn a little bit later on in the week. Remember, it's not just about getting high, it's about getting healthy. And as we always do, we leave you with the marijuana song from the artist Sorry About Your Dog. Have a great week, everybody. Man. Oh, nice marmot. <laughs>